on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio is the weekly companion podcast of Write On Magazine and the Write On suite of publications from pen to print. Subscribe by searching pen to print in your favourite podcast app to have new editions delivered to you each week. Write On Audio listener contributions, sharing your writing for the world to hear. of the podcast, we are sharing ARC, an audio drama by Stephanie Weston. ARC was the winner of the 2023 pen-to-print audio play competition. ARC contains some swearing, so listeners likely to be offended by this should skip this podcast. ARC is introduced by our producer, Chris Gregory. I'll drag it up here. Can't you see? I'm trying! Try harder. Doesn't want to budge. I'm not standing here all night getting drenched. Oh, it! You lazy, useless piece of sh- Ark, an audio drama by Stephanie Weston. With Tiffany Clare, Charlie Richards, Stephanie Weston, Emily Inkpen and Chris Gregory. Nobody likes bad weather when they're trying to get animals onto a boat. Which sort of animals? (laughs) Every sort on Earth. Good grief, you're wet. I know. I thought it might be easing up a bit. Don't think that's going to happen. Well, thank goodness it's all done. I mean, it is, isn't it? Yes, Ham. It's all done. Those were the spotted horses. Well, I'm pleased I didn't have to get those on board. <laughs> yeah, I expect you are. Oh, Parfia, can you just... Just! What? Just move your chair a bit. Only your cloak's touching the edge of my tunic. And I don't want to get it done. It's only the hem. Oh, you don't need to be like that. Like what? What don't I need to be like? Wet? Because that was unavoidable. Not that you'd know. I don't have to sit here and listen to this. I'm going to go and call my husband for dinner. (sighs) Leah does nothing. Literally nothing. According to the schedule, everyone was equally responsible for getting difficult stroke, dangerous animals on board. She carried a jar of wasps. Well, technically a wasp would be classed as... Two wasps! In a jar with a lid. And one of them turned out to be a bee. I've always been a writer. My husband reminds me that I've never made any money out of it for the following reasons. Firstly, virtually no one can read. He's got a point there. Secondly, as he so charmingly puts it, No one gives a crap what you think. Nevertheless, the readings I have given at large feasts have gone down very well. My recollections of an afternoon with geese is still talked about. I initially thought the current catastrophe would be like, well, manna from heaven. But I admit, I was struggling to bring it alive on the clay tablet. (laughs) I needn't have worried. <laughs>
spoke to Shem last? I hadn't seen him since lunch. He said something about the parrots or, or maybe the macaws. Although. He loved those parrots. Yeah, he loved their nesting box. What do you mean by that? Ola, that's where he kept his booze. Uh, had anyone else seen him? Leah? For God's sake, woman, she's just lost her husband. Ugh. Had you seen him? What are you implying? Now, according to the schedule, oh. he was down to be repairing the rhino enclosure. Now, this needed to be done between four and seven. Ah, the schedule. We live our lives by it. Three categories. Arc construction, animal boarding and animal care and maintenance. Oh, plus about a million subcategories. On one occasion, we had to unload 17 types of otter because one of the tablets containing boarding information had got misplaced and some warthogs had been omitted. It was eventually found under a brown bear. We left it there. So you see, working at a steady pace, the job should have taken him two and a half hours. Except he wasn't found anywhere near the rhinos. Moles. He was with the moles. Next door to the parrots. I'd never heard him say anything complimentary about the moles. Well, there it is. A terrible tragedy and all that. Horrible for you, of course, Leah. Oh, yes. And we'll do everything we can to care for you. But these things happen. He was your brother. Well, they can still happen, can't they? These things. I'm sorry, but am I the only one here who finds it unnerving that a strong, healthy man should suddenly drop dead? We don't know he was healthy. Yes, we do. Leah, was he healthy? We had a bit of a cough. Oh, there you are then. What's that thing you get off Paris? Psittacosis? Oh, he didn't have psittacosis! Oh, someone ought to tell her old man and ma. Ola, you're good at that sort of thing. Mm. Sympathy and stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. Say it was a disease. How do we know we won't all catch it and die? Or... Oh, it could have been foul play. And suddenly, in a flash, it came to me. Instead of writing a piece describing the process of coaxing a hyena on board or whatever, how about a first-hand account of an investigation into a death? I would write it as I made my deductions, as I moved ever closer to solving the mystery. You're not suggesting that one of us killed him? No. Um, I don't know. But... Someone could have crept on board. Oh, I've heard it all now. We're murderers, are we? Oh, so you don't care? And what do you suggest we do? Maybe we should postpone the voyage. If you think I'm unloading those pissing lions... I didn't say that. I just think we need to be very, very careful who we travel with. Oh! What's that? We're moving. No, no, no. According to the schedule, we're not supposed to... We're moving! And we were. I had no idea what or who had killed Shem. But whatever it was, I knew it was most likely trapped on the Ark with us. What could we do? Nothing. At sea, no one can hear you scream. Leah? Oh, oh, you 
frightened the living daylights out of me. Oh, I see you've got... Esme. Esme, there. She's comforting for you, I suppose. In your hour of grief. Yeah, she is. She's so cute. Aren't you, Esme? (laughs) Aren't you cute? And does the male bunny have a name? Mm, I think I'll call him Jacob. Oh, let's pick him up then. Oh, I think Jacob likes Esme. (laughs) He thinks she's the prettiest, fluffiest bunny ever. (laughs) (laughs) I like you, Esme. I like you a lot. (laughs) So, where to start my investigation? Hmm. Ola. Not the sharpest tool in the box, but very much in the heart of this family. With my writer's ear, I was bound to glean something from her. People get sick, they die. (sighs) He was healthy at lunchtime, but by supper, he was gone. Look, we've all got to live on this boat together. My mother used to say, if you don't want to mop your floor, then don't stir your pudding. What? You could learn by that. I know I have. We ought to search the place, at the very least. I think... You just want more excitement for your story. Okay. Maybe a bit sharper than I thought. It's not a story. It's an account of what's happening on our voyage. Well, I won't be reading it. You can't read. I don't need to. Why would I learn just so that I can read about what I've just done? Can we just get back to the point? The point is, Parfia, that there are two chickens that need to be prepared for the meal tonight. And then Ham has asked for help with the equipment to calm the wolves so that they don't get in a tiz when the cheetahs go past them for their exercise. What equipment? He's toying with eye masks. <sighs> don't you ever feel that this whole business is, um, ridiculous? It's what the old man was told to do. Don't you think he might be a bit, you know, <laughs> senile? <sighs> And and why ask him? He's almost totally blind. Mars the same. Parfia. But build a big boat. Stuff it full of animals. I mean, seriously. Well, it'd drown otherwise. My uncle drowned. What? In this flood? No. Years ago. He fell into the river while eating a pie. I'm just saying, I think he could have misheard. You can't mishear the almighty. No, you can mishear the Almighty. What you're not going to do is ask them to repeat themselves. You need to get a grip. I did the rounds earlier on and we all need to up our game. That much was obvious. Get your head down and start thinking about your family. In fact, no. Stop thinking. You think too much. No one will thank you for it. Stop thinking. (laughs) They're so... Bloody parochial, all of them. They're Philistines, really. I don't mean they're actually from Philistia. Those are a decent bunch. I saw one of them a pot once. Maybe this was a bit less straightforward than I originally assumed.
doing here? I've come to help with the pigs. You're supposed to be with the peacocks. Got them done early. Ham, I was wondering... An hour was allocated for the peacocks. 30 seconds per wipe per feather. We don't want a fiasco like the pelicans. This went on for some time. <sighs> I realise that a lot of dialogue just simply isn't worth recording. So, you see the importance of the schedule with regards to avian species. Can I just ask, did you notice anything? What do you mean, notice? About Shem, before he died. Why would I notice Shem? No one noticed Shem. Mm, he was right. Shem hardly ever said anything. I think he only spoke to me once. I asked him if he'd like some cheese and he said yeah. Or maybe he said no. Had he been... Don't block the ventilation shafts with the straw. They're important. I didn't spend all that time building hundreds of shafts... Sorry, sorry. ...and wake the pigs up so we can feed them. We've only got three and a half minutes remaining. Um, do we normally have to wake them up when there's a bucket of their swill nearby? Uh-huh. Prod them with your broom handle. <gasps> He's not breathing. I don't think Parfy would see it like that. Oh, poor Jaffet. You've never been happy, have you? I mean, in your marriage. Not really, no. Oh, I know how these things happen. It starts off all right, but time passes and you drift apart. Yeah. Well, the starting off all right bit didn't last very long in our case. To be honest, it went pear-shaped as soon as she started speaking. What? When I first saw her on our wedding day, I thought, okay. Not a stunner like you, but, you know, passable. But as soon as she opened her mouth... She can be a little bit... What's that word? Do you know what the first thing she said to me was? You've got your belt on upside down. How can you have a bloody belt the wrong way up? It's a belt! Yeah, nitpicking. She can be very nitpicking. I said to her, what do you mean upside down? And she said, your camels are upside down. So I said, they're not camels, they're horses. And she said, if you look closely, I think you'll observe a hump along their backs. And then she went on about traditional Sumerian design or some bollocks. They weren't the only ones that had the hump after that, I can tell you. poor you. Oh, I married her as a favour, you know. I know, I know. Oh, this marriage is destroying you. Yeah. I was watching you at supper last night. You could barely concentrate on your aubergine. Oh, no. Your hands trembling, yeah. your mind wandering. Oh, I was suffering, babe, suffering. Which is why, if we came clean to Parfia, it might clear the air. It's a lovely bit of pork and I'm not going to waste it. It's evidence! Evidence? Arca E. That pig could have died of anything. There's no way I'm going to eat it. It could be poisonous. Are you saying I don't cook things thoroughly? Because I've had enough of people criticising what I do. Taking advantage. That madam stealing courgettes for her hair. Uh, Leah puts courgettes in her hair? Curls it round him. 
Don't know how she sleeps. It's what Shem would have wanted. Why didn't she do it while he was alive then? They'd have poked him in the face, wouldn't they? Thought a clever person like you would have known that. And if you don't want the pig, then don't eat it. More for us. It's a colossal race. You ate those geese and that hare. Yeah, but they weren't... Oh. Ola. What did you mean when you said that we all have to up our game? Mm. Did you mean look after the animals better? Oh, how many have died? Not that many. Just a few here and there. Oh, and we've eaten them! And we're all still here to tell the tale. She was right. Maybe I'll let this story thing get out of hand. It's not been easy. Did I mention I sleep in a hammock? On the first night, Jaffa and I had a standoff till 3am as we both wanted the left side of the bed. Means that I have to sleep with that moron. But my spine is paying the price. <sighs> Maybe I was letting my imagination run riot. Maybe Shem did have some sort of undiagnosed condition. <coughs> Maybe not. Oh, Ola, don't look. Oh, my poor heart. Oh, it's awful. Awful! Oh, oh, lying there like that. What are you doing in with the bats? Is that all you can say? I've lost another brother. Ola's lost her husband and you're cross-examining Leah. What happened to him? Oh, I don't know. I expect he'd come in to do some maintenance. He'd open the porthole a bit so he could see, but it was still pretty dark. I tripped over him, to be honest. I thought Leah found him. What? I heard her screaming. What? What? Uh, well, she was nearby. What? So you let her look? Oh, for crying out loud. Talk about disrespect. Leah, take Ola and give her a drink or a sandwich or whatever. OK. Someone was lying. But who would want to kill a selection of random animals? And ham? Has she calmed down? She's asleep. Oh, bloody hell, that was a shock. I've never rolled over on top of a corpse before. Oh, no, me. He was still a bit warm, so I didn't realise at first. Mm. His tunic smelt of fish. Yeah, he'd sorted the bolt on the gate in the sea lion pen this morning. Oh, I'll think of him now, every time I feed him. Have you ever fed them? Well, no, not yet. But... Oh, if I ever do, I'll think about him. Oh, you're so kind, babes. That's why I love you. Yeah. Oh, I'm too soft. Always have been. He didn't look injured, though, did he? He was like Shem, just lying there like he'd collapsed. That'll be it, then. He'd collapse. Yeah, but why? Maybe he got ill. What, like Parthia said? No, not like she said. What does she know? I was wondering... If they'd been poisoned. You, you, you think someone might have got on board with us? Oh, um, you did the security checks, didn't you? Yeah. I did... I did some checks. Oh, that just leaves one of us. But it can't be. This is someone who doesn't think like us. Who's not like a normal person. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. And your parents can barely move, so well, there's only Ola and us. And Parthia. Oh, don't say that, babes. It couldn't be Parthia. You mustn't think that. You must put Parthia out of your mind straight away. shall always remember about Ham is that he was always so... Organised? No, not that. I mean, he was organised. That's not what I was thinking of. Uh, Affectionate? Oh, good grief, no. He was never that. Um, Concerned about the common good? No, he didn't care about that. He just liked his plans and his lists. He'd done one for the whole of our married life, you know. I didn't bother with spontaneous. Short. That's what I was thinking of. We said our wedding vows outside so that I could stand in a little hole. And didn't mind. So long as he was allowed to do the calculations on depth versus width. Oh. Oh, I know how hard this is for you, Ola. But... With Shem and Ham both dead, I have to try and find out what's happening. We we might not be safe. I don't like to think of a murderer on the loose in here. I, I doubt anyone does. But there are a lot of shifty people around. There's a weird bunch who used to live behind the olive grove on the far side of the hill. They used to tie palm fronds to their heads and walk backwards on Tuesdays. R- really? Oh, yes. Jaffet said so. He said a bloke down the tavern had seen him walking backwards through the fields all done up like scarecrows. I never cease to be amazed by how the rest of his family fail to recognise that Jaffet is an utter charlatan who simply loves the sound of his own voice. With three sheep wearing cloaks and a goose in a hood. But we also have to consider the possibility that there is some sort of disease. Was Ham well? No, oh, he was always well. And had he had much to do with the animals that died recently? Could he have caught something? It would all be on the schedule. He wouldn't be anywhere he was not meant to be. My mother used to say, if you can put an orange in a walking boot, you can put a carrot up... She was right, of course. He'd only be where he was meant to be. And he hadn't been near any of the creatures that died. Yes? Oh, charming. I am allowed to come in my own room, you know. Our room? I thought you were sleeping down the corridor. I am. But this is still my room. I need to use the table. You really do take the biscuit. Who the hell are you writing that for? A true writer writes because they have to, not to amuse an audience. Mankind has been wiped out. There's only you, me, Ma, Pa, Ola and Leah left. You're the only one who can read. You are the audience. (gasps) Oh no! Leah? The kitchen. She was going to the kitchen. (laughs) Quick! Leah. What? Here on the floor behind the table. What? But both of them. 
that was definitely Leah, right? Screaming. Yeah. So presumably Ola died first. Leah found her corpse, that's why she screamed. Or she saw her being killed, then whoever did it killed her too. No, right, that's it. I'm going after him. It's a man's job to protect his family. Oh, what family? They're nearly all dead. There's only us and your parents. You did check on them. Yeah, they're fine. Oh. But I'm not hanging around while some maniac... Oh, sit down. Unless you want to die too. Huh. Are you threatening me? Unless I want to die too. Leah said there was something suspicious about you. How do I know that you aren't the killer? You absolute bloody moron. I was here with you when they died. And what do you mean, Leah said? Nothing, nothing. We need a plan. I feel this is the part of the story where I would really come into my own. A plan? What are you going to do? Read passages from your stories at them until they beg for mercy? The one where a woman stares at a leaf for an hour to find the meaning of life should do it. Can that I've recently moved on to narrative that contains a greater sense of urgency. Oh, bollocks. We need to find him and kill him. End of. You need to get real. This person has crept round the ark, avoiding everyone since the voyage began. No one has seen or heard them. Goodness knows what they're living on. They're very clever and very, very dangerous. Oi, this ain't that grey panther, is it? Oh, don't be ridiculous. We gave it to the lions. Oh, just saying, that's all. Oh. Jaffet, I've been working on the plan. Oh, oh, God. We need to tackle it systematically. Means, motive, opportunity. Can I at least finish my... What is it? Chicken. Oh. Okay, means. We don't actually have any idea how they died. There are no marks anywhere on their bodies. Nobody called for help, apart from Leah screaming. And that might have been because she saw Ola's corpse. And it would have been pretty much impossible to poison everything that's died. Right. Um, let's move on to motive. <clears throat> Can't actually think of any. Oh, give me strength. Which brings us to opportunity. Where are you going? To feed the hippos. We have to discuss opportunity so I can write it on my tablet. You can write whatever bollocks you want. I'm not discussing it. <gasps> Bloody hell. It's happening again. Uh, come on, we need to go now. We? I thought you wanted to protect your family. And I thought you wanted to write about it. Again. Oh, they were a nuisance anyway, fussy bastards. What? We've still got the hairless elephants. We don't need these. Uh, we should go and get the axes and the cloths and chop them up before they start to turn. Well, go on then. Uh, you're not coming with me? There's a murderer at large and you're letting me go alone? You'll have an axe. On the way back, anyway. I can't believe this. Oh, all right. If you're going to nag oh, about don't it... Don't bother, Jaffet. Don't bloody bother. 
Oh no. This sodding torch. Come on. Come on, don't. Shit. <gasps> Jaffet? Jaffet? <gasps> Shit. 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 <gasps> Pulling the covers off like that. I wasn't. Yes, you was. Ugh. You know, you'd be just as safe in your hammock. Safer, probably. We need to stick together. This is as much about you as it is me. <sighs> Actually, I'm terrified. The thought of being alone in that hammock. Ugh. You probably imagined it. I did not bloody imagine it. All right, don't get hysterical. Leah was the one who was always screaming, but I'm hysterical. Of course she bloody screamed. She found dead bodies. It's what women are supposed to do. I can't believe I'm hearing this. And what was that you said earlier about Leah finding me suspicious? <sighs> and when she found Ham's body, what were you doing there? Now, I've had enough of this. If you don't give it a rest, I'm going to sleep in the bloody hammock. An invisible thing that moves around the ship. It's totally ridiculous. Shut up. Don't you tell me to... No! Listen! <gasps> There's something... scratching. I can't hear nothing. I think it was coming from the ventilation shaft. What? The shaft! Over there in the corner. That's it. That's how it moves around the ship in Ham's network of shafts. I've had enough of this. That's why we've never seen it. Oh, for crying out loud, I'm going to light the torch. First, Shem with the moles. Then Ham with the bats. Although, none of the moles and the bats died. <gasps> Jaffet, don't light the torch. What? Don't light it. It's a basilisk. It's a bloody basilisk. Oh, what? I read about it. If you make eye contact with it, you die. The moles and the bats survive because they're blind. Your parents too, for all we know. We need to kill it. I can't see it. Just kill it. With what? I, I don't know where. Anything. Use anything. Oh, it just ran over my foot. I think it's... Hang on. Hang on. That's it. I got it. Don't know. I grabbed some things off the table. My clay tablets. You smashed my bloody clay tablets! We haven't really spoken since that night. I have nothing to say to him. And he hasn't said anything to me since pointing out that Elisa's aim was good and that nothing useful was damaged. The rain stopped the day after and the waters receded surprisingly quickly. We came to rest on some mountain or other. Needless to say, there were other people there. The summit being high enough to escape the flood. We silently unloaded the animals, the spotted horses the last to go, resisting at every step. Within an hour, they were killed and eaten by the mountain dwellers. I'm sorry to say the latter do not look like an attentive audience of my stories. I'm about to leave. 
he's in the Ark, successfully avoiding me. But possibly not successfully avoiding everything. The basilisk got on board because it wanted to survive. But this would have been pointless unless it had a mate with it. Jaffet! Jaffet! As I said earlier, you should be very, very careful who you travel with. In Ark by Stephanie Weston, you heard Tiffany Clare as Parthia, Charlie Richards as Jaffet, Emily Inkpen as Olla, Stephanie Weston as Leah, and Chris Gregory as Ham. Sound design, music and editing were by Chris Gregory. Arc was recorded at Orpheus Studio in London by Richard Campbell. Arc by Stephanie Weston was the winner of the 2023 Pentaprint Audio Play competition. If you would like to enter the 2024 competition, which is aimed at new and first-time writers, you'll need to be a resident of the UK and submit a script of approximately half an hour. You'll find a full set of regulations and more details about the competition on the Pen to Print website. We'll post a link in the show notes of this podcast. We'll also post links so you can find out more about our writer, Stephanie Weston. Thank you for listening to ARC by Stephanie Weston. If you have been inspired by it and would like to enter the 2024 audio play competition and have the chance of hearing your own script turned into a fully produced audio play, we'll post a link in the show notes. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in write on or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare, and you've been listening to Write on Audio. Write on Audio is produced by Chris Gregory, and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. This podcast is supported using public funding by Arts Council England.